Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tried and Tested Podcast. I am your host, Tracy, and for whoever is not familiar with my podcast, it's about millennial dating and relationships. We all go through it. We have different struggles. We have different highs, different lows. We have many stories to tell, and that's what we're going to be discussing today. So today I have my dear boo-boo, Zamola. Say hey, Zamola. Hey, y'all. What's up? <laughs> and tell them a little bit about yourself before we get into the topic. Okay, well, my name is Damala Durashama, and I'm a journalist and writer, and I focus primarily on African culture, whether that be music, art, um, fashion, and I write about African culture on the daily. Yeah, that's me. Okay, that sounds really awesome. Okay, girl. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> So, guys, today our topic today, we're going to be talking about African men, okay? And um, I'm sure at this point in time, everybody knows about African men. At this point, they're on the rise. We have um, superstars like DeVito, Wizkid, Burna Boy, which is my husband-to-be. Um, we have amazing DJs, DJ Cuffy, DJ Spinoff. So we have – there's so many Africans on the rise right now. And with that, we have African men who are on the rise. Women want them. Women are running after them. And I'm not talking about African women. I'm talking about white, regular black Americans, Hispanic, Indian, Asian, anywhere you're from, they're looking for an African man or they have one. And so it's just like, whoa, what is going on? (laughs) The most, what what they happen? Okay, like, why are African men... Why do you feel like they are a hot commodity right now? Well, I think it's interesting. Like you said, there's just a lot of more visibility right now for African culture in general. So, like, more people are aware of the music. It's becoming mainstream. You're seeing more African figures. Even, like, just the sheer amount of, like, Nigerians and Ghanaians in the diaspora, you know what I'm saying? Like, more moving to the U.S., more moving to the U.K. Like, literally, Africans are just everywhere. (laughs) So I think with that comes intrigue because, you know, people are, like, learning about this new sort of foreign culture, and that's, that's like, permeating all levels of culture, and, like, you see it all over social media. So then you're sort of, like, enamored, and you're like, okay, well, what about the people? <laughs> and then you see all of these sort of, like, African men who are, let's be real, generally attractive. I think even yeah. before people were... Yeah, people were exposed to, like, African culture um, in the media. There were always sometimes stereotypes of just, you know, black men, African men having certain, like, uh, physical features that were desirable. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No, no, I definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So I think that's definitely part of it. There's just, like, there's sort of, like, an undeniable attractiveness there to African men. Dark skin no, men I, a lot of the time as well. <laughs> you know, it's I, there. Yeah, definitely agree. Yeah. So, like, and what? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm go ahead, I'm girl. Sorry. <laughs> go no. Ahead. And I was also going to say, I was also going to say that I think sometimes there's these stereotypes that, like, African men, too, at least the ones living in America, um, are well-off, you know, they can provide... Yeah. Things like this, you know, we see that narrative happen, happening a lot. Like, even if you watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta, it's like Kenya, mm-hmm. 
has a Nigerian husband somewhere, a prince that's, like, funding her lifestyle. <laughs> you know, so there's all these, like, funny stereotypes. So I think that that sort of plays into the newfound obsession with African men. No, I definitely, definitely agree. And I will say that African men look good. Even when they're ugly, they look good. And that is because, like, no, it's true because it's, like, it's the features. Like, sometimes, like, Mm -hmm. you you have nice white teeth. You have straight teeth. You have maybe a a very solid complexion. You have a very solid build. Like, those things can be attractive. Yes. They can really be attractive to people. And so it's, like, whether you look – and, of course, wait, the confidence, Right. Because yes. oh, African sure. men come with, they come with confidence. And so it's like all yes. of that together, I feel like, makes them attractive. Whether you look good or whether you don't look good, you're still going to look good. So I feel like. Exactly. It's like there's a, there's a big emphasis on, like, the way they carry themselves. So even, like, the ugly ones will, like, go out of their way. You can tell that they care about, like, fashion and style a lot of the time. So that no, sort of, like, yes. adds to the attractiveness. Like, I was actually having a conversation with one of my friends about, like, the most attractive African musician right now, and we definitely agreed that it was Burnham Boy. <laughs> I think you would agree. But, he, but I was no, like, I, it's like, I agree, uh-huh. but he's not, he don't look good. <laughs> okay, I guess he does <laughs> because of his look. But I was saying that I felt that, like, Wizkid in particular wasn't, like, like, completely physically attractive or even tall, like, he's small. But he has, like, swag. Like, the boy can dress. Yes. So I would understand why someone would be attracted to him. That made sense. So, yeah. No, it's true. Like, I feel like, I mean, I love Burner Boy. Like, that's my favorite artist. But I'm just, like, when Mm -hmm. I look at him, I'm, like, Mm -hmm. but I know that he's not the cutest man. But it's still, like, I love him. I actually think he's cute. Really? really? Okay. I, I, I do, but I get what you're saying. He's a little, like, grungy. He looks a little rough, but, like, in a good way. <laughs> yeah, he looked different yeah. back in the day. When We Like the Party came out, like, he looked one way, Ooh. and now he looks a different way. So it's kind of like, I, I mean, it depends. But, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I see right. You have a point yes. there. Yes. yes. But you, um, you did touch on one of the questions that I had about, like, what mm-hmm. do you think is a fascination with them? And um, I did say, like, a lot of them, people think that they're rich or that they have mm-hmm. money or they can take care of you. I remember, a one, like, one lady told me, she was like, yeah, like, you know, they take you out on dates, they spend their money, they're not afraid to give you money, and that's mm-hmm. why she was interested in African men. So that's definitely interesting. So I do want to know, obviously, like, there's two types of African men in my point of view. I don't know if you agree or not, but I want to know, what is your definition or what, what's the differences between the two? So I feel like African men born here are one way, and then you have African men who are born in Africa and they came over. So what do you feel like is the difference between the two? Wow, um, good question. <laughs> so I think, I think that the intrigue that a lot of people have are actually for men that were, like, born on the continent and, like, lived there for a majority of their lives because it's definitely mm. different. It's different in terms of the way they, like, court women, um, yeah. even their, just their views literally on, like, misogyny. Like, their level of consciousness is different, too, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Um, whereas, whereas, like, um, Nigerian-Americans or Nigerians that were born here, it's, like, comparable to dating, I would say, 
an African-American or, like, a Jamaican-American because there are certain cultural things that we just have adapted to being from here. And, like, but it also is different because, you know, you can still bond over, like, okay, we're Nigerian, you know, um, our parents are this way. There are still, like, we eat the same food. There are those cultural things, but the Americanness is also still there. And I think that that informs how they are in relationships. So it's not as extreme, basically. But I think that when you date someone that's from the continent, it's like you can really see the difference. So even for someone like me, who's a Nigerian-American, there's still a cultural sort of divide Mm -hmm. if I were to date someone straight from Nigeria that grew up there and lived there. I don't know if you agree, but... No, no, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And that's so here's I don't know if you have seen this before or not. <clears throat> so for myself, like I never used to date Africans at all. Like I remember my mom mm. was like, Oh yeah, I want you to marry a man from Ghana and I was like, Ew, like what? <laughs> like Yes, I get that. I was, mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I was younger, like I just didn't because I didn't go to school really with any Ghanaian people and and so I was just kind of like, oh, okay. But what I noticed growing up, and this is for all countries, Sierra Leone, Liberia, Nigeria, Ghana, the people mm-hmm. that I went to school with or the people who I'm even, like, friends with or have, you know, family, like, the ones that were born here or raised here, like, for the majority of their youth, they don't seem to date other African women. They seem to date mm-hmm. women of other races. And I don't know if you noticed that. And then the women that were born here seem to date men that came over from Africa. Ah. And <laughs> I don't have that been your experience because, I mean, we're in different circles. And so I feel like I don't know if that's everyone's experience, but that's what I've noticed. And I used to wonder, like, well, why don't these men that were born here date us? We're born here, too. You know what I mean? But then it's like I feel like majority of my friends who are dating African men, you're dating somebody who still has the accent, still has, you know, like they real, like they Africanized or uh-huh. <laughs> is that even a word? <laughs> no, no, I completely get that. And honestly, I think that's something I see across the board with just African men being fascinated with white women or just non-black women in general. Mm-hmm. But I do think points were made <laughs> when you said that the ones born here um, are like more into dating outside of African women because I definitely have seen that and I think for them it's even like less of an emphasis on like oh I want to date an African woman for them basically so it's okay. I don't even think that sometimes they factor in like oh yes my my goal is to date an African woman I think a lot of the times there's this sort of like you know, they want this exotic <laughs> sort of, like, <laughs> foreign woman. Yeah, I guess. So I, I definitely, <laughs> exactly, which I hate, which I hate. Um, so I do see yeah. that happening. But I have dated, um, like, Nigerian-Americans that are, like, you know, sort of the same background as me, grew up mm-hmm. here with Nigerian parents. And, you know, now that I think about it, like, um, us being Nigerian was uh, a common topic of discussion. It just is, it just was what it was basically, okay. you know, but okay. I just have seen that happen. Um, and I've actually never really, me personally have never really dated a Nigerian or an African, like straight from the continent. I have a funny Ooh. story. <laughs> I think. Yes, yeah, please. We like stories I, over here. Tell us. Yes. 
I think there's a bit of a disconnect. Um, so I was in Nigeria in April of 2019 to attend a wedding. And, like, I have this weird theory that, like, I'm going to meet my husband or somebody at a wedding because that's how my parents met. It's just this weird thing I have, like, yeah. Okay, okay. But anyway, so I was at this, <laughs> this wedding, and, like, it, it was full of attractive Nigerian men that, you know, were well-dressed and you could tell had money. It was that type of wedding. And mm-hmm. there was this dude, and he was, like, he had to be, like, 6'4", and I was talking to him, and I was, like, oh, my God, this man is beautiful. And, I don't even know if he was beautiful. All I knew was that he was 6'4". And that's another thing. You know, height, we making people. Yes, yes, yes. I was like, yes, (laughs) yes. So we were talking. I was going fine, this and that. He's like, oh, how's your time in Lagos? All of this stuff. And I was like, oh, it's great. But then I was like, oh, but the the wealth divide is is so stark. It's so deep or whatever. And he was like, huh? Like, I guess it was too much. It was too heavy for, like, a first conversation, basically. Yeah. And he was, yeah. <laughs> he was like, no. Oh. I just saw him turn from, okay, this girl is cool to, oh, this girl is, like, some type of, like, crazy liberal feminist. <laughs> like, that was the vibe. Yes. <laughs> talking about the wealth gap. Who starts talking about the wealth gap on, like, a first encounter, you know? But there I was yeah. talking about, how like, income inequality, and he was like, I just saw the mood change when that happened, and he was like, oh, like he wasn't, you know, he wasn't trying to hear all that. No, he was like, she was too, <laughs> she's too opinionated for me. So, yeah. Oh my goodness, no, that's like, the vibe that I got. Yes, so I was like, that sort of like colored my perception of dating men that are like straight from the continent. And I, you know, I that was just one experience, but that experience, I just think about it all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if like, all of my outspokenness about, like, politics, social justice, if that would be, like, no. too much, you know what I'm saying? For no, I definitely on the continent. But I they have like different so, ways of seeing the world, yeah. But what were you saying? I feel, like, no, I feel like they have different ways of seeing the world, but I've also come to realize that education plays a part in a lot. Because I've met people that came from Africa straight, right? But they mm-hmm. have, so, like, their education level is, like, up there, and so you can have a conversation with them, and you won't miss a beat, right? But then you, there's mm. people who it's like their education may not be as, you know, I don't know. I don't know what level they're on, but it's like you can't really – there is a disconnect because you really can't talk about certain things with them. And I've definitely yeah. experienced that, and I've definitely seen it, and it's like it's frustrating because you don't want to date somebody who you feel like you have to dumb stuff down or completely ignore topics because they don't get it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so exactly. And I, I, can I actually, yes, I actually got the impression that he, like, understood everything I was saying, but he just didn't agree. Like, I don't think mm. he was as progressive, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he wasn't someone that coming was, out of your mouth. He, no, he was coming <laughs> from a different sort of, like, you know how it is. Nigeria people are just trying to make money and stuff. And yeah. He's like, oh, okay. and he's a rich man, so me saying, oh, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where it stems from. I think that's where it stems from. But I agree. Sometimes. No, I definitely. So yeah, have you ever had, had a? Oh, continue. Oh, no. Go Sorry. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> no, I was just saying that's not a problem that I've had with Nigerian Americans. Oh. Um, at least like the ones I met in college and stuff. I've had it with other men that aren't African, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was just one thing. Okay, okay. no, I definitely understand. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So have you had, well, I know you said you don't have too much experience with African men that are not, um, that were born over there. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of any instances where people have been scammed or shammed for papers? Like, you know, African men, I don't care what country you're from, African men that are trying to get married to, like, American women for, like, their papers and documents and things like that. Have you ever heard of any horror stories like that or things where it's like, you know, these women are, um, have you seen that show on TLC? Uh, mm-hmm. the one? <laughs> So, like, have yep. you ever had any experience like that where um, a man is trying to, like, con <laughs> somebody for their citizenship or something like that? Um, I've heard, I have heard some things. I heard about this lady once. I think maybe my mom went to church with her, and um, basically <laughs> she was in a relationship with a man um, mm-hmm. in Nigeria, and, you know, they wanted to be together all of this you know, they just wanted to start a family, but they wanted to live in America because a lot of Africans do. So he basically traveled to America, mm-hmm. got married to a, another woman <laughs> that had <laughs> citizenship. They still planned to be together the whole time. This mm-hmm. was just their plan. <laughs> and then wow. They got a divorce. I think, I don't even know if they had a kid. All I know is that, like, these, the lady was with this man for, like, 20 years. Like, they were in a real relationship. I knew that they wanted to be together. But he moved just to get citizenship so he could later bring her over. So I think yes. maybe, like, four months ago, after being together for, like, 20 crazy years but not married, they, like, yeah. officially really got married <laughs> because wow. they were just trying to secure you know, the citizenship and their life together yeah. in the U.S. And I was like, it's a plan. It's shady. Yeah, <laughs> very shady. But, but it's a plan. a lot. Yes, yes I feel like, really so with them being a hot commodity, I feel like women have to, actually women and men have to watch out because we're talking about African mm-hmm. men, but it can happen in general. You'll meet someone who's super duper charming and all of that, and they only trying to get papers from you. So y'all need to be careful out there in these streets. Okay. Exactly. And we exactly. can't do a background check either. <laughs> if you're from America, Thank you, you can't do a background check on somebody in Africa because you have no idea what it's like. So, no, <laughs> that's definitely, why people definitely. are getting scammed. Everything yes. is You have to be careful. And, then, and that show is hilarious. Yes. 90, called, day 90 Day Fiance. fiance. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. So, how about you? Like, do you see yourself, um, when you get married, do you see yourself marrying a, uh, an African man or do you see yourself open to other options? Okay, so if I'm honest, I really do. I was thinking about it. I was like, who else am I really going to procreate with and, like, keep the going? And, you know, it's crazy because I am so quick, like, me and my group of friends are so quick to, like, call out Yoruba demons, like, African demons, you know, we're so quick (laughs) to call it out. We don't play, you know, to us, like, all men are trash, even though we still going to date them. Um, (laughs) But I was just thinking, like, as as much crap as I talk, I think at the end of the day, I think eight out of ten, I would probably uh, marry an African man. And it's not like, and it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I'm completely open to yeah. all types of men, honestly, black men in particular. But I just feel yeah. like the way I am and how, like, ingrained I am in the culture and just the people that I've found myself gravitating towards in the past, yeah. I feel like it's likely that, yes, I'll probably marry an African man. What about you? How do you feel? 
Oh, I definitely agree. I feel like um, I, I think I'm with you. I'm 8 out of 10 that I'm going to marry an African man. I honestly mm-hmm. think I'd probably marry a Nigerian before a Ghana person, but I'm going to see how that work out. Yes. Interesting. Yes. My experiences with Ghana men have been a little shaky, so I'm a little questionable, but no, definitely. um, Yeah. (laughs) But I don't want to end the podcast. Yeah, I don't want to end the podcast on a a non-African loving note. So I will say that, I mean, like, I love African men. I love their Mm -hmm. confidence. I love their vibe, their energy. I like when you go out to a party, like, how they just full of life. They're dancing, enjoying themselves. So, Yes. What about you, Zamola? What do you love about African men before we end up this episode? You know, I just like, yeah, I like the style, the finesse. <laughs> I love how ingrained they are in the culture. I feel yeah. like a lot, a lot dress well. And from experiences that I've had also, they are always willing to pay. <laughs> yeah, basis. girl. That sounds like basic, but that's a big thing. They're always willing to pay. And, yeah, I just like how, you know, they carry the culture forward, and they're really about that life. So, yeah, the yeah. vibe is, is definitely there. Oh, yeah. So, all right, Ms. Mola, before we go, um, where can they get in contact with you? If any of the listeners want to follow you on social media, where can they reach you at? Um, they can reach me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Demolisher, D-A-M-O-L-I-S-H-E-R, and on Twitter at Damola Jeroshomo, which is D-A-M-O-L-A-D-U-R-O-S-O-M-O. Oh, yay! Well, I just <laughs> want to thank you so much for taking the time out to be on Tried and Tested, and I thank you for your viewpoints and all of that good stuff. And Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Anytime, girl, anytime. (laughs) And to my (laughs) listeners, I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And until next time, adios. Bye.